We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, you can go to contentisprofit.com. Step number one is right there for you, for the take-in. Oh, yeah, baby. And today, today we have a very special guest and oh, yeah. a pretty awesome topic. We're going to be talking Ooh. about running stop scrolling ads without dumping your entire budget on them. Oh, baby. Ooh. I know. I've been addicted. I'm telling you, addicted to his podcast. I am it's very excited. so good. I'm it's very so excited good. for two reasons. Reason number one, our guest is absolutely amazing. He's super cool. I love his personality. Reason number two, I used to be obsessed with learning Facebook ads. <laughs> I, I was so obsessed about it. So I can't wait to just dig deeper. And reason number three, more. he actually lived in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. I can't believe we never like ran into each other, which is insane. I know. But that is pretty crazy. Anyways, Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed we do. Thank you for asking, good sir. And today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is content momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content, just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you want to maximize your efforts, you need a plug-and-play team that comes and helps you reach more people and impact more life, then we want to help you out. Slide in the DMs at BizBrosCo on Facebook, on Instagram. Ooh, I, I, mean, ran, I, I, I ran out of air on that Essentially one. turning content into profit, right? Essentially. Okay. Essentially. All right, here we go. Guys, and if you are enjoying this show, go ahead and subscribe. Follow the show in your favorite platform because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these incredible lessons are dropping on your phone. All you got to do, all you got to do is just take action. That is right. And if today's guest helps you get one step closer to your goal, I almost, I almost blanked in there. Please don't forget <laughs> to share this episode and... And leave a five-star review. Another week, another epic guest. Today, we're talking to a close friend that has found great success with Facebook ads. So, of course, we had to invite him here to get them Gotham Boulders. That is 100% correct, my friend. If you are looking to learn how to stop people from scrolling through your content or ads, today's conversation is just for you. Is today's guest the Stop Scrolling King? I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. Today's guest is the one responsible for Steve Larson's Facebook ad success. Check this out. Since taking over Steve's ads, they've only dipped under break-even for one day. And trust me, he has been there for way longer than just today's. <laughs> that is right. Please welcome host of Stop Their Scrolling Podcast, the Yoda of Facebook ads, or should I say, the god, the Italian godfather <laughs> of Facebook ads, and really good friend, David Cartolano. Wait, you gotta bring him on the stream. You gotta what bring him on. What's up? There yeah, David. Oh What's up, guys? Listen, I know y'all don't do this in the morning, apparently, but uh, you probably should. That's like an espresso shot of coffee. Oh my gosh! I know. Talking about intro. coffee. Yeah. Talking about coffee. We got it here as well. Got it right there, man. Huh? Yeah. Hey, yeah. David. I feel like if, I mean for that, Fonsi needs to wake up probably like four hours earlier because uh, that, was, that was a little, you know. Eh, we gotta we gotta get some good. traction. It's, we gotta get some traction. It's good. It's good. We, we gotta start somewhere, right? We gotta start somewhere. <laughs> David, we're extremely excited to have you here, man. I mean, this has been long in the making. When uh, we, when we met you at Boise at Steve's event, you know, we, we started chatting just as, you know, the, the other guys that were sitting, you know, in that table there. And uh, we're, we were so intrigued with your story and, and how you got there and uh, the incredible success that you, you guys have had there with a, with a capitalist pig. And then you surprised everybody and launched a show, which we'll talk, you know, in, in, a, in a few minutes over here. But that has been an incredible resource, I'm sure, for many, many people, many, many people, right? So, for those who don't really know you and didn't have that conversation with you at the event, <laughs> who, who's David, man? Like, who, who are you, man? How do you end up in this internet marketers world? Wow, I mean, <laughs> I can give you the long story or the very long story, but <laughs> who I am? Uh, Steve hired me a long time ago to to just edit. YouTube videos and manage funnels. And one day he just turned to me and he said, we don't have anybody doing ads in house. Mm. 
do you, do you want to figure out how to do it? And I went, yeah. I had no idea how to run ads. I've only been running ads since February 2021. And this is being recorded like, what, in, in June yep. 2021? So I haven't been at this game for very long. Wow. But I think what's really important when I stumbled onto internet marketing was when I was originally at, um, was re- I was originally studying to be a physical therapist. I was in the medical field, wow. nowhere near marketing. They wouldn't know <laughs> marketing if it loaded itself in a syringe and injected them in the face. They have no <laughs> idea what marketing is. They just expect insurance to bring patients in. And I saw this disconnect and I went, why are we doing this? This is, this is bad. This is dumb. So I just started listening to different podcasts and started following met up uh, entrepreneurs in physical therapy who were teaching clinicians how to market. Mm. So to make a very long story short, I started following this one guy. He dropped a mastermind. I joined it. I got into physical therapy school, failed out of physical therapy school, reapplied <laughs> to get back into physical therapy school, got back in and then rescinded my application because I realized like, wait a minute, I'm not happy. And a lot of people at this school aren't happy. So what am I doing? So I took like a a year off to build my own business, failed horribly. And then Steve, uh, for some reason, I I stayed up late. I waved the lightsaber in one of my videos to to get (laughs) into Steve's, uh, to get into Steve's team. Yeah. And he said, yeah, man, like we'll fly you out and we'll try you out. And uh, they flew me 2,500 miles away from Jacksonville to Boise, (laughs) Idaho to work with them. And after about 48 hours, we're like, yeah, this is a good fit. Uh, you want to move? I'm like, sure, why not? Like, what What else do I got? What, what have I got to lose? So I moved up yeah. here and that's it. Steve asked me to run ads and I've just been doing it ever since. Dude. Wow, that's amazing, man. And congrats on taking that leap. It must not be easy to, you know, just be like, yeah, sure. Let me leave my, my life back there in Jacksonville and just move to a totally new place yeah. where I only know at the moment probably like three people, right? The... The people at the office and, you know, pretty much start from scratch. So congrats on that, on that leap is huge. And, you know, for me, when we met, I was super surprised when you said you were from Jacksonville. I was like, what? There's no way. Yeah. I'm like, successful people are just from Canada or, or from Boise. They I, are just born in Canada and Boise. I Do we have Jackson, one in Jacksonville Jackson too? Is moving up on the list. <laughs> I know, man. Dude, uh, David. But we, get, we got to clarify this. Sorry. He's actually from New York. Yes, exactly. Exactly. New York, New York. New York, New York. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're branded now. You're a Jacksonvillian now. So I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, David, what what I love and I really admire that, like, when you were sharing that story with us when we were there and now listening through, like, your content is that you are no shame, unapologetically, like, let's go, right? Like, where a lot of people publishing, right, like, find a really hard time to be themselves and to be or, or, or share the message that their audience needs to hear, right? You can tell he Raw has something unreal. to say. He's I know. like smiling. I know, I know. So <laughs> I'm going to let you lose with that one. <laughs> Go run I with think, it. Yeah, I think if you're worried about publishing content and revealing who you are, I think it's because you're worrying about what someone else is going to say. And if you are already worried about what someone else is going to say, you've lost. You've lost the game before you've rolled the dice. You're going to put something out there and somebody, I guarantee, is not going to like it. And that's okay. Like, that's that's part of the game. It's kind of like stepping into a boxing ring and saying like, oh my gosh, am I going to get punched? Yeah, it's a boxing ring. Like, that's just part of it. So <laughs> yeah. if I think if you're having trouble finding your voice, I would say build your confidence. Go to therapy. Figure out why you're stopping yourself from talking and speaking as you are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that, you know, and it, it does take practice at the end of the day too, right? Like you gotta build that muscle of putting yourself out there and then telling yourself like, why? Well, ask yourself, why do I care what other people think about me, right? Like why are their comments affecting me the way there is? And eventually you're gonna get to probably the root cause of the issue and you're gonna be like, huh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Let me just put more out there, put my message out there, right? I'm, I'm curious. Have you been like that your entire life? Have you been always? Because, dude, I, I honestly love your personality, man. You are 
when I when I listen to you talk, I see why Facebook ads it's a great match for you. The way you craft your headlines and everything is the same way you speak on a day to day, <laughs> right? Like when you were telling the stories about PT right now, you're like they cannot see marketing if you if you inject them with a syringe in their face. Like that is literally <laughs> like ad ads language right there, right? You make it very visual and for people to have a clear image on what it is that is happening or what it is that they can get, etc. right? So have you always been like this? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. <laughs> I've always had this, I think I, I call it a talent. Sometimes it was a problem where if I couldn't get my point across, I would really illustrate it. Because I come from a family with four other siblings besides me. So it's like, I, I have about... 10 seconds to get my parents' attention. So I need to really describe the problem here right now yeah. and really like sucker punch it. And after a while, my mom's like, do you write these down and practice them? I'm like, no, I just come up with them on the spot. It's, it's my little, it's nature's little tick for me. Yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of like I can either say it like everyone else says it and be ignored, or I can put a little juice behind it and get a reaction. And mm -hmm. um, I think being on stage and being a musician, being, uh, uh, taking, you know, theater in high school and things like that. You, you learn to read an audience and you say something and you look at their expressions and you see what hits and what doesn't. Yeah. And after a while I realized, Oh, when I say stuff, the way I say it with that really punchy analogy, there's an emotional reaction. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that you go for the, the reactions, right? And, Yeah. I'm probably I'm, I'm skipping ahead of the conversation here, but in Facebook ads, I'm guessing the reactions are, are the, the data, right? The uh, click-through rates, opt-in rates, all that stuff, right? I'm guessing that is your reactions that you're looking at to see whether something is working or not. This, this yeah. is going to be maybe a little bit deeper because since it's so ingrained in you, maybe you haven't thought about this, but I'm curious on what is your process maybe mentally to come up with these like analogies and you know headline punchy phrases that you use when talking to people right yeah um when when i'm trying to come up with a headline that that really hits one thing i think about is again it's the emotional reaction will somebody get this it's one thing to say um like oh you know ads that sell like hotcakes it's another thing to say ads that sell like flat screen TVs at Walmart on Black Friday. It conjures an image. And like you guys just smiled. Like, because yeah, yeah. we all, we as a human species, we understand what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's, you want to conjure an image or a feeling that immediately it hits home and people get it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that, I, that just illustrated it so well. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm, uh, all the notes here, th these are going to turn into like a cheat sheet for headlines that we're just going to put in front of our, you know, screen Ooh. TVs and be like, okay, if I need to write a headline, I need to run it through David's framework. What is David's <laughs> framework? So, That's 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 my next question. Or we can probably get his Ten Commandments, right? Or we uh, can get the Ten Commandments. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, by the way, we need to talk about because there's something they're super curious when I first found out about them that they were not free. But anyways, we're going to leave that in a second on why they're not free. But what is your framework, David? Like, it, do you run everything through a framework or like what you just told us? Like, hey, you know, naturally, you know, I, I've always had to kind of evolve to the point where everything that I say has to conjure an image because I got to paint the, the picture for people to understand me faster in a better way and I can get what I what I want, right? Whatever you're asking. So is there a yeah. framework or is this something that you build over time uh, naturally? Absolutely. With everything, there is a framework. I've, I've gone out of my way to study um, rich dead advertisers like Steve Larson, my boss, he, he studies rich dead marketers. I study rich dead advertisers because they follow frameworks that have worked for the past, oh, I don't know, 120 <laughs> years. It works. There's there's a reason why there are frameworks. It's framework. It's in the word. It works. Yeah. So, um, yes, do I get to be creative and be David? Yes, but I also have to do that on top of what's compliant with Facebook. And I also have to make sure I don't violate the frameworks of these rich dead advertisers because they know more than I do. All right. They did it way longer before I was even born. So I'm going to follow and trust what they do. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I, I, I know Steve is a fan of like Claude Hawkins. Um, yeah. What was the name of the guy that did the Dove commercial? Oh, uh, David Ogilvy. David um, David Ogilvy, P. right? P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Yeah. yeah. So like really old school marketers. What What are those rich dad advertisement advertisement? Adver wow, that was a rough one. Advertising people. <laughs> ah, David, this is that, why we don't do morning shows. That, 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 <laughs> that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious. I want to know, like, what's your influence? Like, who are these people, these frameworks that you study? Absolutely. Um, pretty much, I, I mix the old and the new. So obviously, Claude Hopkins, um, Claude Hopkins, David Ogilvy, and P.T. Barnum. I follow those dead ones very, very well. There are other people that I might get into later, but I also follow Frank Kern religiously. Yeah. I follow I follow people that run ads for a living. I think that's mm. the difference. Uh, Bridget Brooks is incredible. She's an ex-Facebook employee, and she knows how to run ads like like a ninja. Like, I'm okay. She's incredible. Wow. Uh, Sema Urzuki. All these names that you don't know because they're not, like, I hate to say it, but they're not trying to sell a 997 course because they ran ads for three months. You know, there are people that actually do it day in, day out. Yeah. So yeah. you follow those people. So that's, that's what I've just been doing. I've yeah. just been following those people. I love it. I love it. I just think about our... The days where we used to play soccer, right? Where our dream was to be a professional soccer player. And I mean, you don't go to the local park to watch the grown oh, man so playing good. over there, right? Like you actually mm. go on YouTube and search for your favorite soccer player. And then you go and try to imitate what they're doing, right? I mean, to model exactly. after what they're doing. Mm. And honestly, that's how we learned a lot of what we know right yeah. we were like okay what is our professional soccer players doing oh this is so cool let me go let me make my brother and be the better brother of soccer <laughs> I, and I, that's how it went pretty I much th i think david this is such an important part of the conversation because you know this could save years for somebody that's trying to make it right or or if they have a business try to execute on this because for us we were victims of that shiny object syndrome for many many years right we were victims of of the bro marketer right like we will go out and we will we would think that there were so many things out there that, you know, that the tricks and the hacks and the things and everything because the marketing message and because it's so attractive and they, you know, they target the pain and we were in pain at the time, right? It, it was so much pain. So much pain. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, guys, like the pain doesn't go away. Like it continues. Mm -hmm. Like as you evolve, it's just different levels of, of challenges that, that we face. But at the time, right, like you are the victim or these things like whatever, like $37 courses or whatever. And you don't really know who's behind this, right? Or if they're even talking about principles. And that's why we've made it a point where everything that we put out there, like the workshop, the 45 Live, um, you know, even the show, the frameworks that we talk about on the show mm -hmm. is everything is principles base and that's very dear to to fancy right and and we and we love it right and we've been able to create like our own language our own frameworks our own things on how we've been able to do it based off of things that have been working over time so i want you know the listener like if you're in that spot like you if you are there and you're like yes i've i've been a victim of that too you know hey i've i've been falling into that too go and try to find that person that has done it for a long time like mm -hmm. david has done right with all these incredible you know rich that marketers Who are the rich dead people that you can learn from, right? <laughs> that have done it for such a long time. Like, have that question in I mean, there. So there's some alive too. There's there, some alive Frank too, Kern, right? Yeah. No, I, yeah, absolutely. That, that's the second half. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely. Who's that? Who are those people that have been doing it for so long, right? For and like you said, David, for a living. I think that's such a that's a, an incredible filter on how to gauge who are you gonna be taking information from and then apply it to your own thing. So thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, I, Absolutely. That, like, there's so many things that comes to mind, right? And when we talk about studying people, the phrase of you need the 10,000 hours to master something comes to mind, right? I recently uh, kind of like came across the phrase that somebody was like, you don't need the 10,000 hours. You can actually leverage somebody else's 10,000 hours to speed up your process. And I was like, oh, that is so smart. That is so cool, right? I mean, maybe pre-internet, you you needed the 10,000 hours, right? Or let's say 5,000 because the access to information, right? was minimal at that point compared to what it is today. Literally today, you just Google anything and you can learn whatever you want. The only excuse is probably yourself stopping it from doing it, from taking action, right? So I want to get into that place right there of leveraging other people's 10,000 hours because I think 
the person listening right now can, you know, on they, they can benefit from that, right? How can they leverage your 10,000 hours, David, right? To learn <laughs> and, and get better on their Facebook ads. So what was the first thing that you started to look for when you started the process of learning Facebook ads, right? Because I'm telling you, I, I got it. I was in that world. I was very overwhelmed. There's a lot of things, right? I mean, top of funnel, middle funnel, uh, retargeting ads, copy, uh, just so many different elements that fit in that box. So which one? What is the the right first step for somebody that is, you know, that they want to start running these ads? Sure. I think the right first step, um, I'll, I'll answer that. There's a short answer and a long answer. So Got it. the right first step is just taking one and saying, oh, I don't know where to start. Okay, start somewhere. Just start. Like that's that's what happened. Steve asked me to run ads. I don't know where I was going to start. <laughs> I, I had a few ideas of a few people to buy courses from and a few places to look on the internet, but I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So I just started with what I knew. Okay, what, what are the principles of advertising? Not the strategies, mm. not the tactics principles, top level principles. And what I did was I said, okay, well, there are people who've been writing ads for over a century now, and they've generated literally billions of dollars in today's currency from doing it even before the internet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. What do I need to know? What do I need to understand? I do need to understand copy to some degree because copy is what converts. All right. Obviously, creative is great because it stops the scrolling. And for all you listening, creative is like the picture or the video. Uh, copy is what's written in the ad or what you are saying in your video. Right. You don't just say random stuff. You don't just write random stuff. Yep. There's like psychological processes that you have to check off in other people's heads to make them make a decision whether or not to download up to download like a lead, lead magnet or get a low ticket item. You know, yep. there's again, there's frameworks and principles. So that's what I did. I set out to understand copywriting principles. Mm -hmm. I read Ray Edwards, you know, Jim Edwards, his dad was a, an amazing copywriter. Oh, I hope really? That's his dad. I think it's his dad. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I read his book. I took that's another awesome. course on Facebook ads and I was lucky that this guy, Terry Dean, who was an internet marketer for 25 years, oh. he, he like since 1996, And he had five copywriting principles. I'm like, oh, sweet. Let me just write them down and then just apply them to my ads. And I still do that to this day. And if you guys want, I can share that with you right now because you guys should probably be putting it in your organic content as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're, it. we're not holding it back. It. We're not holding back any punches right here, man. We got the boxing gloves on and we're ready to punch each other with principles and marketing, you know? Ooh, I don't want to <laughs> punch it. you, man. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so aggressive, David. Some days is the morning. I'm too pumped up right now. <laughs> you're, you're too pumped up. It's the coffee, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I would say, um, so the five things I'll, I'll make it really quick because Terry Dean also made it really quick, really simple in a direct response ad or in a piece of content. Because sometimes I follow this principle in my content as well. Yeah. First step, problem. What's the big problem crisis that people need to change? Right. Yeah. Problem, promise. What's your promise? Your unique promise. Mm -hmm. that says, hey, I can solve this problem. Your proof, because people want to see that stuff works. So like whether that's a five-star review, whether you say, hey, take a look at this product. I filmed a course of me, uh, I filmed a video of me going through this course to see like, yeah, it's actually real. Yeah. Uh, so problem, <laughs> promise, proof, irresistible offer. So what's what makes it so good? What What's the reason to act now? Do you have a guarantee on it? And by the way, you should always have a guarantee. Mm. And then uh, your reason to act now. Your reason to act now is, hey, this this product's in beta, so uh, you know the pr the price will never be this low. And obviously, be ethical with this. You know, a lot of people yeah. they'll put like a timer on their ClickFunnels page and be like, yeah, it's ending in five days. Yeah, sure, bro. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But like, like actually have a reason to act now, and that could even be like, hey, this I'm testing these ads, and I don't know, and this might be the last time you see this ad, so this might be your last opportunity. Right. Yeah. And that's an ethical way of saying it. Yeah. So that's it. That's Terry Dean right there. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I'm not as smart as you. So that's you're making me look good. So, again, it's just problem, promise, proof, irresistible offer, reason to act now. Yeah. That's Do, it. Golden dude, boulder moment. Golden boulder moment. That is right. That, that was absolutely amazing. <laughs> yep, and yep. I, there's two points in here that, you know, I, I want to shine some light into first is 
ethically, right? Do it ethically. I, I think it is, I mean, I don't think like everybody knows it is so easy just to not be ethical when running this type of campaigns, right? Like, and you see it a lot of times, unfortunately, right? But it's like, what you're saying is like, hey, this course is going out in five days. And it's like, dude, in two weeks, you see it again. And it's like, wait, what? Wasn't it going out forever, right? So I think finding a way to do it in an ethical way is extremely important, right? Because how you get customers on board is how you're going to fulfill them. And if you're doing that on your front end, I mean, I can't even imagine what you're going to be doing in the in the, in the back end, right? Um, Absolutely. So extremely important point right there. I think the guarantee, uh, that applies for the guarantee as well. Because um, a lot of people get carried away and they say they put some crazy guarantees that at the end of the day, is, they, don't, they don't actually implement either, right? So be careful with those stuff, but be aware that you need them as part of these principles, right have them in your campaign because it, they they move people from i don't know to a decision right and that's what we want we want them to take a decision whether that is yes or no because yes amazing they're in our course now they're part of our community if they say no it's data right now we're reading their reactions right mm -hmm. we're going back to what we were talking about we're reading their reactions mm -hmm. we know you know what why didn't they convert and then we can go back to the drawing board and put in the work the other thing that i want to shine shine a light to and this flew very under the radar you said it so quickly you talked about i'm gonna make these principles simple because i forgot the name of the guy sorry this guy made them simple as well right, right. it doesn't have to be complex like that that is one oh. of the biggest oh like I don't know. It's not even a discovery. Like, I just feel like people, people feel that something has to be complex for it to be important. And honestly, oh now I'm like, just gosh. give me simplicity, man. Like I want like two, three minute videos when I join a course that is telling me exactly the principle that I need to learn, not just the tactic and the height. Like, what is that principle? Explain it to me simple that I can understand and use him long term in whatever solution it is I'm trying to implement. Right. And you just did that right now. Literally in like two minutes, you explain five key frameworks that people can use for the rest of their life, the rest of their life when creating content or running ads. So, and I saw your expression, you get a little excited about simplicity and complexity, oh right? Yeah. <laughs> can, can you share a little bit why, why that reaction on, on you? Absolutely. You're giving me like flashbacks to back when I was in medical <laughs> university because everything was everything they wanted to make complicated. Now it's physical therapy. All right. It's not heart surgery. Okay. It's like, Oh, what, what, what method should we use on the hip? I don't know. Test one and see if the patient likes it or not. They didn't like that answer. They're like, Oh no, but we need to do this. We need to try this and then go for this. And then we're going to explain to them all this with all these syllables. I'm like, stop. Why don't we just ask the patient like, Hey, we're going to do this one thing with you. Does it hurt or not? And then you just go forward and you make decisions like that because yeah. the patient doesn't care. They don't yep. care about how smart you are and neither does the customer. People don't care about how smart you are and like, oh, here's my 36 step process. <laughs> oh, BS, man. No one's going to sit around for that. Nobody. I mean, how? And you're like, well, but it's a special process. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Do you remember back when you were in school and you were just sitting and you were so bored in class and you wanted to rip your eyes out because you were so bored and the teacher just kept droning on and on and on and on? Yeah, that's what you're doing to your customers when you make things complicated. Yeah. All right. You're not even scaring them, you're boring them. And if you're boring people, you might as well not advertise anything. Mm. Don't be boring. That's like a number one rule. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it, man. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been taking everything in, man, David. I, I, I love it because, you know, you make it so entertaining. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of those elements in there as well. And I don't know if that's by design or that's just because that's who you are. I, I truly believe that, you know, that's really who you are. And then you've been able to leverage it for what you do today. And now on, by understanding those principles. But, but you know what I think is more important that like, well, what, what I see in my eyes, my perception of just who you are is that you understood 
who you are and how you can use that to leverage it, right? Because I think That's a lot exactly of- exactly what I was just saying, dude. Thank you for cutting I, my, I, my- I stole your thunder. Uh, <laughs> David, I have no power in this house. When I talk, my brother interrupts me. My wife, inter no power, nothing. That's why we started a show, but I guess that's not happening anymore. So it's Hello, okay. darkness, my old friend. I know, let's all cry together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you know, Fonzie is absolutely right. Like, uh, and that's why I've been like sitting here and, and taking everybody, everything in. And as you guys were chatting, I'm going through your landing page and I freaking love it. I'm like, David, we might have fancy. We need, may need to rethink our, um, our content is profit homepage. And we'll be like, we're just going to ask for permission. Be like, David, can we use some of these principles, right? To, to, to do it ourselves because that's the, that, that's the beauty of it. Right. So, uh, and again, like I, I just feel with your story, what have, what you've done, it inspires belief right not only in us but in anybody that wants to take on this uh, on this journey right because you know from physical therapy to now you know running this incredible media buying you know ecosystem with Steve Larson for example we, and the, the incredible impact that you guys are creating in such a short period of time because you figure it out you're like you made the decision to figure it out right you made the decision to figure out i remember uh, one of the late, the last episodes that i that i heard from your show was like how this kid made $2,000 without even like, I can't remember the headline exactly. Oh my gosh, without a business, yeah. Without a business. And yeah. mind blowing, right? Because the solution at the end of the day is so simple, right? So can you walk us through that story? I think it's so valuable. Sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's diving into my origin story a little bit, which I said out of order in um, the beginning of the show. But what happened was, so I... Uh, was listening to a bunch of obviously I was listening to a bunch of physical therapists who are in entrepreneurship and who are talking about marketing and I was getting to know one very very well uh, his name is Greg Todd he's my first entrepreneurial influence in my life so GT if you're listening to this year you're, you're the man <laughs> thank you um and what happened was is I got into PT school so like I said I said it a bit out of order in the beginning but um I got into PT school I failed out of PT school I went to uh, Greg's event And what happened was, is he had a mastermind that he was pitching. And I'm like, well, I want a business. I want to have my own clinic, but I also want to have my own personal training thing on the side. You know, typical entrepreneur in the beginning. It's like, you want to do everything <laughs> and job. that gets you nowhere. 700 things. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get into this mastermind. And he said the price and I went, oh, uh, okay, okay. How do I do it? How do I do it? Because I, I don't have that money on me. I don't have that in my bank account. I had like maybe a couple hundred dollars in my bank account and I had to put down a $2,000 deposit. And I had 24 hours to figure it out. And I remember saying to myself, I was sitting there and I'm like, if I don't get into this, I will regret it for the rest of my life. So I, I, I went nuts. I went nuts. I was like going on lending tree. I'm like, how do I get the $2,000? How do I get the $2,000? I wasn't going to ask my parents because they'd be like, what do you need it for? And I'd be like, uh, you know, business stuff. And they'd be like, no, no. So I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? I could sell my guitar. Wait, that's going to take a week. Like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Like, how am I going to find this, these $2,000? So <laughs> what I did was I said, okay, after maybe about 12 hours of just trying to figure it out and going to bed, feeling rejected and dejected, I'm like, oh, crap. like I need to make this work. I finally said, you know what? I'm going to ask the richest person in the room for money because the worst they can say is no. And Myron Golden happened to be speaking at that event. So I said, you know what? Do it, David. Do it. Do it. Do it. So I got up. I walked over and I said, okay, man, you got two questions. You're going to ask him two questions. I walked over and he's and Myron saw me like struggling at the event, like trying to figure out and like make all the numbers work. And he said, hey, David, how are you doing? And I said, hey, Myron, uh, I, got, I got a question for you. He said, okay, sure. And I said, if you... If you give me $2,000 to join this mastermind, can I pay you back $3,000? And I saw the look on his face and he just went, no, nah, man, no, nah, no, nah, like I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, okay, great. I got to the note quickly. That's what I expected. But yeah. what I really wanted the answer to was the second question. And that question was, if you were in my situation, what would you do to get the $2,000? And that was almost like the question he was waiting for because his face <laughs> lit up and he went, okay, David, here's what you do. You find somebody at this conference who is richer than you, who has a business and you get them to invest in you. That's it. And you give them a percentage of your company. And I went, 
okay. And he said, yeah, I gave a percentage of my company away to some guy um, and like for X amount of dollars and now he's rolling in it. So that's what you do. And I went, okay, cool. And I almost like jetted off and he went, David. And I went, yeah. He said, I believe in you. And I went, thank you. So <laughs> I, I just freaking, I ran and I'm like, okay, cool. I think I have three people in mind that I can pull this off. One of them I had recently met. I only met him twice in my life before, yeah. but I thanked him. I made a good impression on him. Like I dream 100 him hard, like hard. <laughs> and uh, I went up to him before he was talking at the event and I pitched him and I said, hey, like I didn't, I didn't know what to say. There was no script. Yeah. There was nothing. I just wanted it. And um, he, I got him to, I got it to his no really quickly. And he, he was speaking and he almost said no. And then I said, hey, and listen, if you if you say no, you know, it's no problem. It doesn't affect our relationship at all. I still really believe in you and thank you so much for what you do. So it's no problem. His face softened and he said, okay, cool. Talk to me after my speech. I'm like, that's a yes. So I ran back to, to my seat and I started like scribbling out a contract that I found on Rocket Lawyer, which isn't legal. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't ever do that. But uh, eventually I came back, he saw the contract, he made a few edits to it and he gave me his credit card and I went and that's how I got $2,000 to join a mastermind with no business. I had nothing. I just, I knew that I had to make it happen. I knew I had to make it happen. I wow. Did. And I know what a great story. This is my blow right now. When I, when I heard that story, by the way, your storytelling abilities are like incredible too. Because oh, yeah. I was in that room with you going through, you know, going to ask Myron. And uh, there's a few elements in here that I love. It's like, and I wrote it here, like, how do you, um, how to always get a yes to your question? And it's like, I need to get to the no as fast as possible. And that's exactly what you did with, with Myron. I'm like, okay, sweet. That's a, that's a golden ball right there that's you know how do we get to it now as fast as possible and then the second one obviously we need to ask for it man like like and, and like your your mm. mind your mind your mind space where you were sitting in that and then you saw that offer coming your way and you're like how do i actually get this money it's not it's like i can't right because most people are gonna sit there and be like ah you know i only have 200 bucks in my bank account i'm just gonna sit here you know i'm gonna probably take what i've learned and i'm doing air quotations here in this event and then i'm gonna implement we all know that that doesn't happen man like you go to an event and then you're all hyped up you come back for a week you might try one or two things and then there's no systems there's no processes and everything falls through the cracks and guess what you're back at the spot where where you were before this exact yeah. same thing david this exact same thing happened to us at offer mine two <laughs> years ago with steve we were sitting in the in the in the right there like right in front of the stage right he pitches it was $25,000 here, his entire offer. Mm -hmm. We were betting how much this thing was. We were like, this is gonna be five grand. No, it was five times more. And we we're like, okay, I just took, you know, a personal loan to be able to do this full, full time. There's no money, we're in debt. Like, how do we actually pay for this? The answer was not if, it, it was not like, do we do it or we don't? Like, how, how do we actually do it? And it was absolutely nerve wracking, right? And I'm sure everybody listening had a situation like that before where they are faced with this. But you have another episode, like if you really want to do it, you're actually gonna figure out the way to do it, right? To, to do it. Yeah. If you're not doing it, it's because you don't really wanna do it. <laughs> so we're like, yeah. okay, how do we actually do this? And I remember standing up and it was also through Myron's, Myron's was up there repitching and he was the guy that, you know, basically pushed us to, to execution. But we grabbed this sheet, right? And we go to Colton and we're like, dude, Guess what? We don't have the entire, you know, 25 grand today. What can we do to get started, right? And he gave us a solution. He's like, hey, here's a few scenarios where we can, you know, move forward with it. And we did. And it was probably one of the best decisions that we've ever, you know, made in our life. Like probably yours to that one, right? Because that was a step in the journey to what you're doing today. So I want to encourage everybody that if you are listening right now, Go ahead. Like, what was that moment? Have you had it? Like, if you had it, share it with us. Let us know because those are incredible stories that need to be shared because it shows that you're brave. It shows that you're resourceful. It shows that you want to actually go execute. And, you know, if you want to learn anything about this David's incredible lessons on Facebook ads, we just scroll down, click the links. We're going to mention them in just a second. If you want to talk with us about content in general and multipurposing and turning content into profit, just go to contentsprofit.com because this are the principles and these are the things that, that we like to share with you. So, yeah, I, I think you got a, a very important point in here that again, my 
might have flown under the radar and is you talk about the inspiration right how people go to these events and they get so inspired and then two weeks later nothing they're back right where they were before the events right and we actually thanks to steve we and not because of he motivated us and then we didn't do nothing no but because he taught us this we kind of like started hating a little bit on the word like motivation right we're like oh no oh it's like it's not the motivation right it's about discipline right and that is one of the biggest areas in my life that i'm you know trying to work on right now is that discipline because discipline will always triumph over uh motivation but the other day i read something that challenge challenge my belief a little bit and i absolutely love it and i think it's pretty cool right and this phrase is from his name is naval ravikant i don't know if you guys know who he is but he is the founder of a very well-known uh, website called angel list where people go and do investment deals and whatnot this guy is extremely wealthy but he is recognized honestly in the i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna say just the silicon valley culture but he is a huge investor. He's a thinker. His stuff is great. I definitely recommend it. And he said, inspiration is perishable. Act on it immediately. Right? And I was like, oh, that, like, that is so good because a lot of people get inspired. And what they do is they get in planning mode. It's like, oh, I'm so inspired. Okay, let me plan what I'm going to do. When action taking time comes in, they don't do anything. You yeah. instead were inspired and you act upon it, right? You were like, I'm just going to take action right now, right? Like, imagine what if you would have, like, what would have happened if you would have leave asking Myron for a week after the event? You would have psyched yourself out probably, right? Like, in yeah. that week, you're like, yeah. oh, should I, should I not? I don't know what to do now. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> All of a sudden, you didn't do anything. You're back where you started. So I think exactly. there, not to talk about balance per se but i think when we recognize these moments where we're inspired for so to do something we should probably be a little bit reactive in that moment and do it right there like there's so many times that i am in the middle of the night like this would be a great content piece guess what i should probably just grab my phone and write it down right there because if not yeah. it's just gonna go on the to-do list and the infinity and never yeah. never yeah. to be written yeah. right mm -hmm. so act on that inspiration but at the same time focus on developing the discipline to stay consistent over long periods of time so just wanted to bring that point yeah. up because it, it right. is key i i see that as a a principle for a building a successful business right is is about having that discipline over long periods yeah. of time David, couple couple last questions as we wrap up the show, man. Yeah. And we wish we could have like five more hours. So we're gonna have to do a part two, oh part gosh. three, part four, like a series, just totally. David series. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what would be like a, a a good action point for somebody that's you know starting their business? That is maybe they have a side gig and they're you know trying to learn all these things so they can actually go out and do their 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 passionate business that they want to do. Right? They're starting to publish. What is one action point that they can do today to move the needle forward and gain momentum? Oh my gosh, market research. And that's not like the, the cute little like ninja secret hack, like, oh, market research, but David, that sounds boring. Yes, it is. Do it. <laughs> yes. don't, don't just say, I have this great idea and I'm just gonna push it out there. No, 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 how about, how about call me crazy? Why don't you just look at the problems happening in the marketplace and find a solution. It's kind of like saying, like, if your aunt ever gave you a birthday present that you definitely didn't want, it's like, oh, thanks for the sweater, Aunt Martha, and you're never gonna wear it. What <laughs> if Aunt Martha actually asked you, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And you said a $25 Amazon gift card, because that's what we give nowadays. And she went, sweet. And on your birthday, she gave it to you. Now you're happy with Aunt Martha because yeah. she gave you what you wanted and she's happy because she provided a solution to you and she didn't have to look for it for 10 hours. She just asked you what you wanted. Yeah. So please do your market research, whether you are. And by the way, this is the first step to running ads. It's also the first step to, I think, anything Every, in business. Figure out what people want. All right. Let them pay with their wallet and say, hey, I'm going to offer like a little thing. And if people aren't buying offer to do it for free and see if you can get customers and get results for them. And if you can't even do that, then maybe you're not in the right industry. 
maybe you should find something that people are like really, really, really into and they have a problem with and you can solve it. Like, please listen to the market. It will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. You don't need to know all the fancy targeting tricks and stuff like that on Facebook ads. I love if, it. Like 90% of it is just messaging. I love it. That's it. Ooh, I, I love I, it. And just let me tell you, sorry for interrupting here, but I love the on Martha analogy. I think it's, it's one of the best analogies I've heard about problem solution, you know, pretty much. Like it, it just is so clear. The, the image that got to my mind was uh, Harry Potter. You know when they give the, when they give the Weasleys the sweaters, and they're, and they're like, "Oh, thank you, mom." And it's like, yeah, they're no. just like horrible sweaters. Um, yeah. Wow, it's it's a great analogy that illustrates exactly how the customer probably feels when you know you're not talking to them and you're not addressing yeah. the message to them. Uh, Debbie, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know grab this clip and I'm gonna send it to my wife because you know Father's Day is coming. I think by the time we're recording this is Father's Day, so I'm like, hey baby, you know just start doing your market research. By the way, I've been doing market research with I'm mean, like, babe, I want a PS5. You know, uh, I thought you were gonna say I want a bike. <laughs> well, the bike is coming later, but I'm like, babe, I want a PS5. I don't know how why I haven't gotten a PS5 yet. I'm just saying, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe it's coming. I don't know. I love you, Katie. Uh, oh, oh. I wonder if she's still in the room right next to us listening to this entire thing right now. Probably. <laughs> Probably. No, I love it, David. Dude, thank you so much. And I love the way that you simplified it, right? Like mm -hmm. when, when people hear market research, they freak out. And I know it because I was the guy that would freak out. I'm like, ah, where do I even start? Well, you gave us a solution, right? Look at the problems happening in your market and find the solution. That's it. Uh, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Like, thank yeah. you for simplifying that. All right. Last last question, David, you know, and, and you know, I might have to reframe it a little bit for your situation, but I, I love how I love how you ended up in this world. Right. So where will you be, you know, if, if you do not publish and by publish, I'm going to I saw a face reaction. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. Where would I be if I didn't publish? Nowhere, nowhere at all. Period. Pure. I wouldn't be with Steve. I wouldn't be, I, I have my own side thing that Steve lets me do. I wouldn't be getting the clients that I had if I didn't publish. I'd, I'd be nowhere. I'd be nowhere. And this is a quote from P.T. Barnum. Shout out to Steve. But P.T. Barnum said, without promotion, something terrible happens. Mm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you expect people to come to you because you're so important and your product is so good, people are just going to waltz up to you. You're living in a fantasy world. Publish. Why? It works. Yeah, absolutely. I'm writing down. If, if you are listening to this and all of a sudden we are all quiet is because we are literally taking notes yeah. at this moment. Yeah. And if you have a show or something like figure out a way on how to take. Obviously, it's two of us right now. So logistically, it can happen because as Fonsi writes, thinks this is little notepad in here. So cute. Uh, you know, I can create conversation. And, and just, just, way. So, just so you know, it is proven that writing by hand is better to create neural pathways so you can remember. Remember the information, okay? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, David. But they say when you are, you are gonna put him in the middle of this pick a bro fight? Absolutely. <laughs> when you're learning, no. when you're learning copywriting, they tell you that you have to rewrite those letters of famous, uh, you know, famous word. sales letter by hand, word for yeah. word, because it's gonna, you know, <laughs> get in your head. It's gonna teach you, baby. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna side with him. I write it all down by pen. It's oh, all pen, man. Boy. Let's oh, go. boy, it's okay, you know. <laughs> no, I'll gift you a pen no, and bro, this. it's okay. My, my iPad. I'm, I'm going to be his Aunt Martha. He's like, bro, I didn't want this. Uh, I know. I'm going to be like, I didn't want this. Just give me a PS5. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> David, dude, uh, where, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Where can people go learn from you? Absolutely. So you can find me just on Facebook. You just type in David Cartolano, C-A-R-T-O-L-A-N-O. -O. And if you really liked what I'm talking about, you like how I break stuff down simply, you can also go to StopTheirScrolling.com to get my 10 commandments of social media ads. These are just principles. This is what I've learned. It's held true. It used to be a dollar. Now it's free. Let's go. Literally last night. Uh, because I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just build the list. Let's let's give value first. Yeah. So the 10 commandments are like, David, what's in those? Well, it's the number one reason why people fail with social media ads. It's the simple secret to running social media ads without getting banned. It's the mm -hmm. easiest way to track your social media ads performance and my method to only writing one to five percent of my ads. Mm. 
keeping that all open loop. So go to stopthirscrolling.com, download it, um, and it's completely free. And I guarantee it so much. If you aren't satisfied within 14 days, I will personally pay you one dollar back yes that's, yes. How, that's <laughs> how much i really believe in this dude so yeah go ahead and grab it today okay i just gotta say <laughs> you literally just hit on all the five principles that you mentioned before right the problem right i mean people struggling with their facebook ads what is your promise those 10 commandments they're gonna help you run successful facebook ads the proof You are the proof. You use them to be in the situation where you are right now. Irresistible offer, baby. I mean, 10 commandments. What else do you need, right? That's all the 10 principles that you need to move your Facebook ads uh, adventure forward. <laughs> And reason to, well, reason to act now, it was, I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you a dollar if you don't like it. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I might have to we're, steal we're gonna, that guarantee. I love that guarantee. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. By the way, David, I loved when you know when you first launched it, I think it was with your show, uh, that people had to pay. You know, and maybe this is a, a thing for a different episode and I you know, and I love how you adapt, right? Like, hey, I received feedback. Now let's do this, right? And then you'll probably adapt as well. And like once you do this, let's do this, right? It's like adding and taking these little like Lego pieces as you create your your beautiful machine and i freaking love that so yeah david uh you might be seeing uh contentsprofit.com a little bit different after this episode um just gonna point that out thank you so much for your incredible lessons thank you so much for you know your principles thank you so much for your stories thank you so much for your friendship bro for your i really appreciate yeah. it yeah. I know. so uh yeah when, when we're boise we have some uh, some we had to plan a whole month over there man Be, with all the adventures yeah, and we, things we that were yeah for sure we gotta go <laughs> hang out i know just uh just set us up like a little corner right, right there in the, <laughs> the capitals pig you know den and uh we'll do the show <laughs> there and we're good to go we'll just we'll just do it right here in my office it's all good Let's sounds go. good thank you D anything else you want to add david before we head out yeah it's never going to be perfect so just do it mm, yes Bro, you just like uppercut, just hit it right in the face right there with that one. That is so important right there. Just take action mm -hmm. and be okay with not even failing. It's, we call it now testing, right? You're just <laughs> testing what's It's working always, and what's not. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just keep testing stuff and eventually you're going to make money. It's that simple. Absolutely. Yeah. Easy peasy. David again, thank you thank so you. much. With that said, thank you guys so much for tuning to the Content Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform, social media, at BeastBrosco. That is right. And if David blew your mind, which I am sure he did, and helps you get one step closer to your goal, make sure you share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.